0: Hey everyone, and welcome to today's episode of Beyond the Pulpit Podcast. I am so excited that you're here. It's been such a long time since the last episode. For those of you who are new, and this is your first time perhaps, time tuning in or bumping into this podcast, I want to encourage you to share this with your loved ones or anybody that you think is fit for this specific series. We're gonna be talking about boundaries, and this is one of the greatest crises in the earth today. People think that perhaps covid or the flu um is a pandemic and it is a pandemic it's such a horrible disease to have but not having boundaries in your life is that continuous crisis in the earth this issue has been around ever since jesus was around even before his time there are multiple times in scriptures that we can see that when there, whenever a boundary wasn't crossed there was perhaps chaos disasters wars problems and issues that started and we're going to talk about those a little bit later. And today we're going to start with a small intro. We're going to talk about what a boundary is and how to perhaps even establish them. we we'll see if we can get that far into it. You know, there's a lot of misinformation in the Bible on how to... Um, I'm sorry, not on the Bible, on the on the revelation that people have on how to establish a boundary and how this affects your life. The wrong revelation will take you to the to the wrong destination. There are so many people today who have bad revelation and that whatever you're prepared to see will determine the outcome of how you behave how you establish your principles and how you conduct your life and this is a very important aspect of life there are people today who struggle with depression anxiety um, all sorts of eating disorders um, addictions impulsive um, uh, decisions and all this is due to the lack of boundaries you can always trace it back to a lack of boundaries. You know, several years ago, I was listening to uh, a famous preacher. He has gone home to be with the Lord, uh, Derek Prince. And in this um, teaching is a small clip that I watched on YouTube. You can find it today if you type, Don't help people who are not willing to help themselves. And it was so powerful when I understood this. In the teaching, he said that there was a preacher from Australia who came to him and said, We're no longer going to minister deliverance to those who are not willing to do it the way that the scripture says it. And so he said he was ministering to a couple and he had ministered to this couple in marriage perhaps for multiple times, four, five, six times a month, a year, um, six months to a year. And what happened was that when he made up his way that unless they were not desperate, my boundary is if you're not desperate to receive deliverance, I'm not gonna minister to you. I'm not gonna talk to you if you don't wanna listen to the instructions that I'm giving you, I'm just not gonna do it. Why? Because he realized that these people, they did not want to follow the the scriptures the way that Jesus um, set it out for them. And it was creating a problem that he would have to stop his schedule to keep ministering to these people. And what that created was perhaps uh, feeding their dysfunction. He kept encouraging their dysfunction. He kept promoting the fact that, oh, it's okay if you don't want to listen. I'm going to still minister to you. And so when he did that, he saved so much time. his life he saved so much time in ministering to people he saved so much time to ministering to people who were not willing or ready to receive the deliverance that they need and I know that there are many of you today who are watching this who you perhaps don't know what a boundary looks like or how a boundary can help save your family or your marriage or relationships in your life there are some of you who today who are listening to this and you have marital problems you have relationship problems because you're allowing other people to walk in your life into places and scenarios that they should not be allowed to. You know, the scripture says, and I'm gonna look at the scripture here in my notes, in Proverbs 4.23, it says, above all else, guard your heart, for everything you do flows from it. You know, the Hebrew word, the Hebrew Hebrew language, is a word picture language, and there are multiple, and there are multiple, pictures that come with, of course, every word. Some words are two to three um, words, pictures before you actually get the full definition of it. But I thought that there was one amazing definition that I thought of right before starting this uh, this podcast today. And that was the word humble. The word picture for humble is to destroy the fence, which means that when you have pride in your life or you have arrogance in your life, you're putting a wall around you and if you're in, in any way Uh, trying to establish a boundary you cannot do it in pride you have to do it in humility so if you're in in a relationship if you're in a marriage if you're just in any scenario the best way that you can establish a boundary is by doing it through humility and then you have to think how does God feel about boundaries how does God view boundaries what is God's philosophy behind boundaries and, of course, we look at the multiple scriptures, perhaps in 2 Timothy 3.15, 3.16, when Paul told Timothy, don't help people who are not willing to listen. You know, in this time, you'll have treacherous people. you have people who are not uh, doing the things the way that God wants to do them. And so Timothy was basically, uh, Paul was telling, uh, basically telling Timothy, don't waste your time. Don't lose your breath on people who are not interested in defining you or listening to you the way that you should be listened to. And so today there are so many people who go through the next seven points that I'm about to ask you. To, to ask you. Now these questions were designed perhaps to fit your model or just perhaps questions that can help you recognize and realize that maybe you might just need some boundaries. Question number one, can I set limits, limits and still be a loving person? Everybody is able to have a limit, no matter how anointed you are, no matter how gifted you are, everybody has a limit no matter how gifted you are you can only handle a certain amount of dysfunctional people in your life number two what are legitimate boundaries now this is important because oftentimes we can take boundaries and try to hide behind the fact that perhaps oh i'm just establishing a boundary because i don't want to confront it well that's just a little bit different because that's a fear not being able to confront a scenario and hiding behind a boundary or not wanting to um, deal with a matter because you have shame about an issue, that's a different type of dysfunction. Um, establishing a legitimate boundary where perhaps people um, in your life are walking into scenarios that you haven't welcomed them. That's establishing a boundary. And you can see this throughout all aspects of life. Nations have boundaries. North America has a boundary with Canada, South, uh, South America has uh, boundaries when it comes into Central America, established with Mexico and so on and so forth. Cities have boundaries beyond this. Uh, you have when you're driving in the highway, you see beyond this um, city limit. This is now where this town begins or so that basically is saying, okay, beyond what happens to this line, we are no longer responsible for what take place and that word responsibility is so important when it comes to understanding boundaries. Why? I have to become responsible for the things that are about me. Yeah, I can't make someone else responsible for my life. I have my life. I have to own what I God has given me and I have to learn to work it. That's a part of stewardship. So when it comes to boundaries, you have to learn to shape and mold them in such a way that it really creates Um, flexibility for people to come in and come out and be able to still have a um, level of respect and honor and number our question number three now what if someone is upset or hurt by boundaries number four how do I answer someone who wants my time love energy or money does this sound familiar to you does those two questions resonate with your heart that perhaps you have people in your life that are crossing those boundaries? Like, do you find yourself spending money in situations and people and things that you know you should not, that perhaps you're trying to save, To buy a house to buy a car to buy things or or things for a loved one you're trying to save something for your wife or perhaps even your son or daughter that you're trying to give them a future but because you have dysfunctional people in your life that you don't know how to set up a boundary for they keep coming in and taking and it's okay to set up a boundary it's okay to say no to them you know you say no to them for you and for them i'm saying to them no i you cannot go further beyond this point because even though i care and i love for you you're gonna have to go somewhere else to find your needs and that's perfectly fine because your first um ministry is not going to preach is not going to de- de- do a deliverance session it's your home you have to establish the priority of how that works number five why do i feel guilty or afraid when i consider setting boundaries you know that's oftentimes A problem that people encounter when it comes to having low self esteem or perhaps not having any guidance or understanding about how this works. I was reminded of the scripture with Jethro in the book of Exodus when um, Moses came and he was looking at everything that was happening, and basically the people were coming to Jethro and asking him questions and questions, and he was uh, saying, you know, he was basically the source for everybody. He was the the one who had the answer for every single person. I mean, he must sat for hours a day resolving people's problems. And this is when Moses came and said, what are you doing? Assign people according to the capacity that they have. Put administrators in place that have the capacity for 50s, for 100s, for 500, and for 1,000. So see how Moses came into a situation and he established a boundary and he removed Jethro and delegated the responsibility to somebody else. And some of you today, you know, one of my favorite sayings by um, Kevin Leo, it says, do what you do best and delegate the rest. There are so many of you who you're trying to be a hero to a story that you didn't get assigned to, you didn't get called to. Nobody told you to be in this place. Nobody told you to be responsible for the life of this human being, for the life of, or, or for the perhaps money, the money um, organization of somebody else. This is not something that, um, that, that you have to figure out. This is something that's common sense and you're fighting an internal war. In your mind because you're trying to establish a boundary and at the same time you're trying to go beyond the measure of your needs and you cannot do that it is impossible it is inhumane to be able to carry the burden of so many people uh, number number six how do ban- boundaries relate to mutual submission with marriage now this is a big one of course one of the things that I've always uh, learned in relationships and perhaps even in marriage is to understand that this is a two party um unit this is not something that you you can do by yourself of course you have an individual uh, purpose and then you have a united purpose and in the side of those things you have different types of spheres that you can surround yourself with and you know there are many people who grow up in perhaps dysfunctional homes dysfunctional issues you you only can see what you're prepared to see you can only see what you're prepared to see what do i mean if you grew up in an environment where people did not know how to resolve issues and perhaps mommy raised you up and she paid for your school and she paid for your food and she paid for all your issues and every time you got in trouble she was there to rescue you or perhaps your dad, she he gave you everything you needed and perhaps he was thought that he was raising up a princess but what he was really doing was creating a full-grown Jezebel because there was no limitation or there was no boundary to the word no. No protects you from becoming the worst version of yourself there are many times that you have to learn to say, no, this is, you know, found all throughout the earth. And I really want to encourage you today that if you're listening to this, to take a time to evaluate yourself, evaluate your life, evaluate who you are, where you are, where you're going, or what's happening in your life because this will help to determine the future of where you can be go, where you can go further in life. Number seven, are boundaries selfish? Now, the interpretation of this question can be viewed from multiple locations. This question can be viewed from so many different positions in so many different circumstances. Why? Everybody's going to have a different interpretation for every single aspect of their life. The boundaries are absolutely not selfish. You need boundaries. You need them in order for you to have a space for your own life. You know, there are there's um, multiple scenarios that are coming. Of course, the husband lives at home with his wife and perhaps the husband always wants to have people over. Meanwhile, the wife is concerned about how it looks, but there is no respect to, to each other, so the husband will just invite someone in. Or perhaps the wife just wants to have his her girlfriends over and has no regard for the husband who's coming home and he's tired from working all day and he's gotta come home to even more disaster and chaos. And of course, this is just a boundary of respect and understanding how that works. But that's why I said that boundaries are not selfish because every single individual needs a different type of boundaries. There is no formula, there is no format, there is no perfect question that you can ask to understand boundaries. You have to take a personal assessment for your life into what uh, boundaries looks like. And I want to take a look at one of the things that I really believe that um, is key for us. I want to take a look at Proverbs chapter 14, verse 10. It says, each heart knows its own bitterness and no one else can share it. its joy. What does that mean? That means that only you can understand what you go through and you have to take an ownership for it. Nobody else can go to Jesus. Nobody else can go to mom, dad, husband, wife, uh, brother or sister, and try to interpret how you feel. And unless you communicate that with me, unless you communicate that with others, unless you communicate that with your loved ones, no one will ever know. We can relate to your pain. We can share your burdens. In Galatians, we were instructed you can share the burdens of each other, but at the same time, you need to cast your cares upon the Lord. There are three types of cares that we can find in scriptures, of course, we have our human cares, those are the cares that God um, instilled within us compa- such so as compassion, those are the Gandhi type of cares the- but then you have the demonic type of cares, those are the cares that are thrown on you by the devil, those are thrown in you by People and situations that are dysfunctional. And then, of course, you have the cares that are perhaps your own burden, the own thing and desires that you want to do for the future. And I want to take you into a place that will really create some liberty. And so I want to take a, um, the book of um, Matthew, uh, chapter uh, 6. And um, really, the scriptures are Matthew based verses 23 to 24. But I'm going to take a look at um, 22 and 23. And I'm going to read quite a bit of scripture and i want you to follow with me it says the eye is the lamp of the body you draw light into your body through your eyes and light shines out of the world through your eyes so if your eyes is well and shows you what is true then your whole body will be filled with light but if your eye is clouded or evil then your body will be filled with the evil and dark clouds and the darkness that takes over the body of a child who has gone astray that is the deepest darkness that there is now this paints a powerful picture because really in scripture it tells us something that's powerful and matthew is basically saying when he says the eye is the lamp of the body what does that mean whatever you see whether you see good or evil or whether you see bad or good that's what you're going to become now this is going to connect and all is going to come together in a second one of the powerful moments um for myself that i realized was this years ago about five years ago um, i had to draw a really strict boundary because i had a codependent uh, relationship with my mom and in this life really uh, i was i grew up in el salvador till i was about 13 years old we moved to the states and once i moved to the states uh, my mom and my dad separated and because of that My dad moved away to another state for several months. Then I came back to New York. And then in the period of time that was happening, my parents got a divorce. And so when he left home, the responsibility of being the man of the house, the responsibility of carrying the burdens was put on me. And the relationship that my mom was starting to draw on me I was basically a, a type of husband to her without everything else, and I know you know that's just crazy. Who would picture that? But there are thousands of people today that can view, they can watch this. That you have the same of type of issue, and it may not be with a mother, but it could be with a father, an, an uncle, uncle, grandfather, god, godmother, grandma, and that is just completely you know not okay. Now, when I begin to uh, put these boundaries in place, you know, like for example, my mom was used to me just being home, but then God began to open doors for me to travel, to do ministry, um, and really be a blessing to others. Um, my mom was used to me being home and making basically taking care of my little sister, helping the most I could, driving her here, driving her there, but there came a time in life that I had to make a decision, and I said, either I'm going to... Um, pursue the life and the dreams that I have with God and go after my call, or I'm going to remain stuck in this moment in life. And when I begin to draw the life, the line of this boundary, there were some severe manifestations. I mean, anger, bitterness, rage, Um, all of these things begin to manifest in family uh, dynamics. And I just had to accept that it was okay for who it was. You know, it may be a period of time that these people in your life, they can be angry, they can be upset. But you know what? It's okay because it's about seven, eight years later. I have my own house. I live in a different state. I'm married. I'm doing financially well. I'm not burdened by their problems. I understood that the manifestation was demonic because I had allowed that root of codependency to allow. And some of you, you want to be... Perhaps a preacher, you want to travel the world, you want to spend more time with your husband, you want to spend more time with your wife, but you're so busy taking care of everybody else because they have put false burdens on you. And today I really feel that God is going to communicate a level of freedom with you, that you don't have to worry about this, that you don't have to be upset about this, that there is a grace coming for you to say no. There is a grace coming for you to be able to draw boundaries in your life and be responsible for your own family, be responsible for your own home. You don't have to disconnect yourself, but you have to draw a boundary. Saying a boundary is not, or drawing a boundary is not me telling you that you're not allowed in. Giving you a boundary is telling you, you can come in through this measures, through this door. You can come in through this part of my house. Every house has boundaries. If you're an owner of a home, if you rent an apartment, there's only one way in or one way out. But inside of those boundaries, people can walk through a wall and come in and come out. And that's what not having boundaries look like when people walk into any area of your life. I wanna continue this teaching in just perhaps another moment, but I wanted to give you the opportunity to share this broadcast or podcast with others and just share it with those who you really feel that will perhaps benefit from this. So be encouraged, follow us on social media, the links are below, we love you. I pray that God will give you prophetic dreams and visitations about the boundaries that you're about to draw in your life. Blessings, and see you on the next Beyond the Pulpit.